Hare Krishna, Mataji, please accept my humble obeisances on Guru Shri Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. This is Nikunjara Sadas from German Town, Maryland. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Thank you so much for joining, Prabhu. Hare Krishna. I welcome all to everyday chant Hari Nam conference call. Today we are very fortunate to have His Grace Sarvadik Das Prabhu from Mayapur, India to enlighten us on uh, verse 11, chapter 25 of Canto 5. Prabhuji, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Uh, please take over the call whenever you are ready, Prabhu. Thank you, Mataji. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaiva Narotamam Devim Sarasatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudirayat Nashtapresha Badreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevayam Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhakti Bhavati Naishtaki Krishna Swadamo Bhagate Dharma Gyanadi Visaha Kalonashta Dishamesha Purana Kodunojita This morning we're reading Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 25, Text 11. Yanama Shuttam Akritayad Akasmad Atova Yadipatita Pravalamba Nadva Antyamha Sapadi Rinam Asheshamanyam Kamsheshan Bhagavata Ashrayan Mumukshu Yat of whom Nama, the holy name, Shutam heard, Anukirta Yat may chant or repeat, Akasmat by accident, Arta, a distressed person, Va, or Yadi, if Patita, a fallen person. <coughs> Palambanad, out of joking, va, or hanti, destroys. Amha, sinful, sapadi, that instant, nanam, of human society. Asheshaṁ, unlimited, anyam, of other. Kam, what, sheshat, then Lord Shesha, Bhagavata, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Ashayat, one should take shelter of mamuksho, anyone desiring liberation. Translation uh, translation by Srila Prabhupada. Even if he be distressed or degraded, any person who chants the holy name of the Lord, having heard it from a bona fide spiritual master, is immediately purified. Even if he chants the Lord's name jokingly or by chance, he and anyone who hears him are freed from all sins. Therefore, how can anyone seeking disentanglement from the material clutches avoid chanting the name of Lord Shesha? Of whom, of whom else should one take shelter? Omagyana timirandasya gyananjana shalaka chakshurun militanjena tasmai shri gurave nama mukam kuruti vachalam pangam langhayate ginim yakripa tamaham bande shri gurum dinataranam angsho bhagavatosmiham sadada sosmi sarvata tatkripa fekshako nityam tatprishta satkuro misam E Guru Gyanada Dinabandho Sanandada Thakurame Kusindho Vrindavanasina Hita Bhattara Prasidharadha Pranaya Prachara 
Nama Shastamanumapi Sachipotramatra Sarupam Rupam Tasyagajamurapurim Matarim Goshtavatim Radha Kundam Girivaram Maho Radhikramatavasam Prapto Yasya Pratita Kripaya Shri Gurum Tam Nadosmi Monday Nantad Bhutashwayam Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhum Nichopi Yat Prasadatsyad Bhakti Shastra Pavartaka Nityananda Maham Nomi Sarvananda Karam Param Harinam Apadam Devam Avadhuta Shiromanim Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadha Shri Vasari Gaur Bhaktivinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare Hare Vanshaka Patubhishtra Kripa Sindhu Vivachapati Tanam Pavanyabhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namodama Usually our mode of operation is to give class on those verses that have an accompanying purport. This particular verse doesn't have a purport to it, but in consideration of there being many important points mentioned here, I would like to speak on this verse if no one minds. So there's many important points here. First of all, and most importantly, to hear the holy name of the Lord, we should receive it from a person who is a pure chanter of the holy name of the Lord. We can't receive the holy name from anyone. Shastra says in Padma Purana, it stated, Avaishnava makudhyanam putam harikatam ritam shavanam naivakartavyam sarpochishta yatapaya. That milk is a very pure thing, very nutritious. But if it's touched by the lips of a serpent, it has a poisonous effect. So we should take the holy name from a person who has love and affection for the holy name and who understands the holy name of Krishna is not different from Krishna. The Padma Purana also states, Nama Chintamini Krishna's Chaitanya Rasa Vigraha Purnashuddha Nitya Mukta Bhinatam Nama Namino That name and named are the same. Krishna and Krishna name are the same. Mm. Purna, complete, shuddha, completely purified. Nitya, eternal. Mukta, liberating. Binatam means not different. Nama and Nami, name and named, are exactly the same. This is an important consideration that we should remember when we rise in the morning and take the task of chanting Krishna's holy name. Because if we understand that, we'll never be inattentive. We'll be on the edge of our seat or the edge of our asana, chanting Krishna's name, knowing that Krishna is personally present with me right now. I'm having a discussion with Krishna. I'm remembering Krishna. He's personally present in Shabda Brahman, the form of sound. But because we don't understand that, because we haven't realized that or experienced it yet, to some degree, of course, otherwise how do, how do we continue to chant? But because we don't have full experience of that, sometimes we feel sleepy, sometimes we're distracted, um, and the japa period becomes a struggle with our own mind. Krishna describes in the 6th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Yato yato nischalati manas chanchala mastiram tatastito nuyam yaitan atmaneva vasham That wherever and to whatever your mind wanders, one should withdraw and bring it back under control of the self. Because the mind is very powerful. 
Chanchalam Himana Krishna Pramati Balavadritam Tasyaham Nigraham Mande Vayur Eva Sudhushkaram. It doesn't, this Chanchalam, Astiram, Balavad, very powerful. It doesn't like to focus on one thing. So because we don't have any innate love of God, because we don't experience Krishna in the form of his, sound, of his name, in the form of sound, we are easily distracted by many things. So Japa becomes an exercise in drawing the mind, bringing the mind back to what we're doing, being mindful, being present when we chant the holy name of Krishna. Otherwise, we don't get the same result. Name of Krishna is Krishna. But if we're thinking of some other thing, then we get a different result. Krishna says, as you surrender to me, I reward you accordingly. How present are we when Krishna is present before us? This is the question. Let me give you an example. Let's say if you're sitting in your home and there's a knock on the door and President Biden walks in the door or Prime Minister Modi walks in the door, what would you do? Oh, hey, how's it going, man? Would you receive him properly? Or would you say, okay, nice to see you and close the door? Would you offer respect to him? Would you whip out your mobile phone and take a selfie with President Biden or with such a powerful person as Narendra Modi? Of course, he'd show all respect because of their position, but they're only men of this world. They're powerful men, but they're men of this world. How much more we should be attentive when Krishna appears in the form of his name. So that name has to be received from a person who has feeling for the Lord, for a person who is a lover of God, not from any person. So milk is very nutritious. It has very uh, healing effect. It has nutri- uh, 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 makes us strong. But if it's touched by lips of a serpent, it will kill you. And the milk may seem the same. When you look at it, milk and white liquid substance, but one one will nourish your body and the other will kill you. So we should receive Krishna from Krishna's devotee. This is why we hear the prayers of great devotees like Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur begging Guru for Krishna. Begging. Not casually. But praying, Krishna say tomar, Krishna dite pa, tomara shakati ati, amito kanga, Krishna, Krishna boli daitava pachi pachi. Saying, Krishna is yours. The holy name of Krishna belongs to the pure devotee of Krishna. So Krishna is yours, tomara shakati ati, and you have the power to give him to me. So we have to get Krishna from someone who has the power to give Krishna. If they don't have the power to give Krishna, how can they give him? They cannot. And this is initiation, Harinam initiation. When we receive the holy name of Krishna from a bona fide spiritual master who has the power to give him to me. And what is the devotee's attitude? Amito Kangal, I'm a beggar, useless person, unqualified person. But what is my qualification? I'm simply running after you chanting Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. Please give me Krishna. I want Krishna. You have Krishna. You have the power to give him to me. So you please give me Krishna. So this is the first point we can. Uh, extract from this beautiful shloka that Krishna is heard from a pure devotee. And we get Krishna, the name Krishna, Harinam Diksha, from a pure devotee. Now it's said here also that even if one chants the Lord's name jokingly or by chance, he and anyone who hears him are free from all sins. 
So there's a nice, there's a similar verse in the sixth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam in the Ajamyo story when the uh, Vishnu Dutas confronted the Yama Dutas and said, you can't take Yamaraj. He's completely pure. He's chanted Narayan. He's chanted the holy name. All sins have been eradicated by this recitation of the holy name. So many beautiful shlokas come in these chapters describing this Leela of Ajamyo and his chanting the holy name of Narayan. One says, Sanketim Parihasyamva Stobam Sanketim Parihasyamva Stobam Hilaleva Vaikunta Namagrahanam Asheshanga Aramvidu. Sanketim means as, as Ajamil chanted. He was calling for his son, Narayan, seeing the horrific visage of these Yamadutas coming to drag him away to Yamaraj, to Pantaloka, to be punished. He became completely fearful and he called out for his son, Narayan. He wasn't calling Lord Vishnu. He was calling for his son. Srila uh, Sridhar Maharaj, uh, one of the main commentators on Srimad Bhagavatam, mentions that because of his past, two things happened. First thing, out of the Lord's mercy, he was inspired to name his son Narayan. So he was always chanting Narayan. Narayan, come here. Narayan, have you eaten? Narayan, lie, lie down. Narayan, have you studied? He's always chanting Narayan without making any offense. Offenseless chanting. So he's, even though he's making so many sins in his profession as a robber and dakwai, gunda, he's becoming free from those sins at every step because he's calling his name, the name of his son. So, Srila Srinamaraj makes this comment that this is mercy of the Lord. He also comments that when he chanted Narayan, he was calling for his son, but he remembered his worship of Narayan in his youth because prior, prior to seeing the Shudra and Shudrani engaged in illicit activities in the forest and his mind becoming disturbed, prior to that he was a good Brahmin, worshiping the Lord, doing arati, serving his father, all uh, fully engaged in archana, uh, pious, sattvic, brahmana. But he became degraded by bad association. Sangat sanjayate kama, um, Bhagavad Gita says. We are, our desires are directly influenced by the association we keep. So his sattvic lifestyle, his, his devotional lifestyle was completely ruined by seeing this scene. So when he called Narayan, he remembered original Narayan. And who came? The Narayan Dutas came and challenged the Vishnu Dutas that you can't touch him. So Sanketya means he's calling his son, but he's chanting the holy name. I had an funny experience actually. In a park one time, there was one hippie guy with his long hair and his beads the whole trip. And he was calling his dog. He had named his dog Krishna, which certainly isn't very respectful. But he is calling, he's speaking Krishna. His tongue has touched Krishna. Krishna, come. Krishna, sit. Krishna, roll over. Krishna, fetch. He's chanting Krishna. He's meaning his dog. This is Sanketyam. But his tongue has touched Krishna. And Asheshanga, Haram Vidu. It's destroyed all types of sinful activities. Millions of lifetimes worth of sinful activities because his tongue has chanted the holy name of Krishna. This is called Sanketim. Parihasyam means in joke. When we were 
new devotees. We would go to downtown Portland, Oregon with full devotional regalia, with shaven head and shikha, tilak, dhoti, the whole thing. And in the 70s, early 70s, no one had ever seen the devotees before. They're looking at us like, what, where's your spaceship? Where do you guys come from? What planet are you from? They'd never seen the devotees before. And we'd pass out our, our mantra cards, you know, chant Hare Krishna, be happy. So they'd read the mantra card and they'd read it here, H-A-R-E, not Hare. They would say here. So they would make a joke. It's the hair of Krishna's. No, it's the hairless Krishna's. Ha, 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 ha. Hairless Krishna's. Same thing. They're making a joke, parihasam, but their tongue has touched the holy name of Krishna. They become free from all kinds of agyata sukriti. Unknowingly, they become free from all sins. They've made extreme progress in their life by making a joke, parihasam. Stobam means for musical entertainment. Just like George Harrison. George Harrison, as you may recollect, was a famous musician, a member of the Beatles, and he wrote this famous song, My Sweet Lord. And in the, in the lyrics of this song, he's singing Hare Krishna, Hare Rama. I really want to see you. I really want to be with you. Oh, my sweet Lord, Hare Krishna, Hare Rama. He's making, because it's his business to make music, to make money. His interest isn't like devotees rising early to come to Mangalarti to chant the holy name before the deity out of pure devotional affection. He's a businessman. He's a musician. Of course, he was also very dear to Prabhupada. He, he donated this uh, Bhaktivedanta Manor in Lechmore Heath. He gave $19,000 to print Krishna book. He was very dear to Prabhupada, actually. Uh, the is used to ask him, George, when will you get initiated? You know, Prabhupada's giving you so much mercy. When will you get initiated, take initiation from Prabhupada? He would say, I am, I am initiated, and I have, a, I have a spiritual name also. My name is George Hari's son. <laughs> So he would make music, but he's, because he's singing the holy name and because literally hundreds of thousands of other people sang along with this song, chanting Hare Krishna, they all became free from sins uh, un unknowingly. Another verse is, is there in that same section. And just as dry, fire burns through dry grass, a field of dry grass, and just leaves nothing but ashes, anyone who chants in knowledge or in ignorance, atavagyana, or in knowledge, in ignorance or in knowledge, they become free from all previous sins just by the chanting because they've touched Krishna. They've, they've chanted the holy name with their mouth and that holy name has entered their ears. So this is the power of the holy name of Krishna that is being that, that is being described here, that that becoming disentangled from the material clutches. This is what any thoughtful person wants. Why should we why should we remain entangled in the clutches of birth and death of janmamritu janabhyan? You have birth, death, old age, and disease. Any thoughtful person thinks, how did I get here? Why am I suffering? Most people don't even ask these questions. Only a thoughtful person. Jnani Charabharatarshama, Krishna says. Jnani, they're dear to me because they ask these questions. They inquire into the nature of life. Most people have, are so dull 
or so animal brain dead dull, like dog, hog, camel, and ass dull. They never even ask this question, why am I suffering in this world? Why am I being overtaken by old age? Why am I being overtaken by disease? Why do I have to suffer in this world? People never ask this question. So naturally, because they don't ask, ask that question, they don't see any need to become disentangled from the material clutches. But anyone who wants to become disentangled will take this chanting of the holy name. Therefore, another verse is there in 6 Kanto Shumad Bhagavatam. Apana Sansritin Goram Yanama Vivasogranam Tatasadyo Vimucheta Yadbabeti Swayam Bhayam. This means that simply by chanting the holy name, one is immediately unentangled from the clutches of birth, death, old age, and disease. And Yadbabeti Swayam Bhayam, even fear personified, is afraid of Krishna's name. And when I first read this verse, I thought, how is that? What does that mean? That fear personified is afraid of Krishna's name. And it dawned on me, this is because Krishna's name is Krishna. Yet the deity Swayam that fear personified is afraid of Krishna. Because who can be, if Krishna wants to be fearful, who can be more fearful? Only Krishna can be so fearful, fearful to, to, to even fear personified. So this is another thing we can we should glean from this verse that we should also desire to become entangled from material clutches. As devotees, we should not forget this. You know, young young devotees, because of the nature of the material world, they tend to be intoxicated with devotion because devotional lifestyle is so nice. Stress-free, chanting, dancing, feasting, association. It's a nice lifestyle. But there's more to understand than just having a good time in Krishna Bhakti and, and dancing, chanting, and feasting at the Sunday feast and in festivals and on Harinam, Jai Nectar Bliss, Hari Bol, Hari Bol, Gulab Jamas, Sweet Rice, Nittai Gore. That's all good. But we should go deeper. That we are entangled, we should examine how we are also entangled in the clutches of birth, death, old age, and disease. And that becomes more readily apparent as we age, you know, I've just, I just turned 70, and believe me, my consciousness as, at 70 is not the consciousness I had when I was 30, making my body strong, and I'm moving forward in life, and everything's good. This, this isn't what we have to look forward to. When Srila Prabhupada was lying on his disappearance bed in Vrindavan in the last days of his life, he was surrounded by devotees. And he turned and said to them in a very grave voice, he said, don't think this won't happen to you. And this is the reality. Do we, do we reflect on that reality? We should. We should reflect on the reality of our own, uh, our own demise, that we can't stay here in this material world. Krishna calls dukalayam ashashvatam. It's full of different miseries. And ashashvatam, we can't stay here. The soul is shashvat. The soul is eternal. The jayate miryate vakadacha nayambhutva bhavita. That najayate miryate vakadacha kadacha means at any time. We're not born and we don't die. But we have to experience this repeated birth and death as long as we don't become free from the clutches of material life. So this is a struggle. 
this is an, a, one of our objectives in Krishna consciousness. It's not just, I want to love Radha Krishna. That is our highest objective. That is our prayojana. We want love of God. But to get there, we have to become free from the bodily conception of life. That, and see our own body going through all these different changes of birth, death, old age, and disease. Seeing it happen. And believe me, when you start seeing your godbrothers and godsisters leave this world, what is the natural conclusion? That this is my destination also. This will also happen to me. It's the saddest thing to see great devotees that offered their life to Srila Prabhupada leave this world. And we must also leave. Everybody has an expiration date. You go to the grocery store and you buy a gallon of milk. There's an expiration date. It's not good past this date. Our body has an expiration date. And we should meditate on that. Not to become depressed and, and gloomy. But we have an expiration date. And we have an objective. That before that expiration date comes, we should become disentangled from the material clutches. And how do we do that? By chanting the holy name of the Lord. This is the only way. There is no other way. Nasteva, Nasteva, Nasteva. Not by yoga, not by karma, not by jnana. Only by bhakti. That begins at Takshu Krishna Namadi, Nabavit Grayam Indriyai. Seva Mukhi Hijivano Swayami Vasparatira. That we should get sporty, revelation, by chanting the holy name and by Sevan Mukhata. By serving the holy name also. If there's no service mentality, then our chanting is like a person shooting blanks. They make these blank rounds. They use them in races and whatnot. They point the gun in the air and bang! It makes a loud noise, but there's no bullet. It's only air. It's loud air. So without Sevan, sevan Mukata, service attitude towards the holy name, our chanting will not bear the proper fruit. But when we want to serve the holy name by distributing the holy name, by promoting the holy name, by cleaning the Lord's, the holy name's temple, by distributing the holy name's prasadam, by serving the holy name's devotees, when we have service attitude towards the holy name and all those things associated with it, then we get such a better, so much more powerful result by serving the holy name. Then there's substance to our chanting. And without that substance, our progress remains very, very slow. So we should take note of that. That The only way to become free from this material world is chanting the holy name. But we should also not just chant in a selfish way, but we should chant in the mood of great devotees. Like Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasati Thakur. He took a vow to chant Shatakoti Nam Yagya. Shatakoti means one billion names. It took him 10 years. He sat in a chatai hut. The rain would come through the roof and he would sit under his umbrella chanting, 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 every day chanting, nothing but chanting, whole, whole time, for 10 years. And finally, towards the end of his yagya, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu, came and gave him Sakshat Darshan. came directly in front of him. Say, what are you doing? There's preaching work to do. What are you doing? Saraswati Thakur had discourse, dialogue with him. He said, how can I preach? I have no men. I have no money. Mahaprabhu told him, we will send you men and we will send you money. So who are all these great devotees? They came to serve Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, all sent by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And amongst them, 
Who is the most prominent? Our Srila Prabhupada. A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Because it was Srila Prabhupada, even though in the Gaudiya Math he was known as Kacha Grihasta, like unripe green Grihasta, like untouchable <laughs> Grihasta. But Saraswati Thakur said, he will do everything. He won't, he won't even take help from anyone. He will do everything. To do what? To fulfill the mission, to fulfill the Manobishtam of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, to fulfill the mission of Saraswati, uh, of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, of Gorakishwar Das Babaji, of our whole Parampara. The whole Parampara was standing behind Prabhupada, and he took the holy name to every continent of the world. He conquered the whole world and brought the holy name to everyone. This is Sevan Mukata, service to the holy name. There's a nice story about uh, Bibi Govinda Maharaj, who met Srila Prabhupada's beloved grandbrother, Ankinshina Krishna Das Babaji Maharaj, Prabhupada's beloved friend. Also Bengali, they laugh and joke and such. He, he never, he, no one had to tell him that Prabhupada was in Vrindavan. He would just walk right into Prabhupada's room, sit down next to him, and they're slapping each other on the knee and laughing and joking. He loved Prabhupada like his brother and vice versa. So Bibi Govinda Maharaj met him <coughs> and he told Maharaj, there's something I want to tell you. He did some kirtan and he said, there's something I want to tell you. And that is that your spiritual master is the greatest acharya the world has seen. And Bibi Govinda Maharaj is thinking, well, how can he say that? He's disciple of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. No, he said, your acharya is the greatest acharya the world is seen. Why? Because he, of his unshakable Dhrinavrata faith and the power of the holy name. That he took that holy name everywhere he went and because of that the Mexicans are chanting, the Chinese are chanting, the Europeans, the Americans, the Canadians, the Australians, the Chinese. Everyone is chanting. <coughs> Because of Srila Prabhupada's faith in the Holy Name, his emissary of the Holy Name. So we should serve Holy Name also. Service to the Holy Name means this thing. First of all, chanting our own individual sadhana every day without fail, 16 rounds. Attentive, hearing Krishna's name, chanting Krishna's name with love and attention, and distributing the Holy Name, assist in the distribution of the Holy Name. However, that plays out for your own individual circumstance. Whether it's serving in the temple, cooking, cleaning, worshipping, managing, assisting, whatever it is, or going out with the book table, or telling your neighbor, or raising your kids to be good devotees. This is all in the, in the context of serving the Holy Name. And that is, is available to everyone. So Holy Name, this is the means to become disentangled from material clutches. There is no other way. Not by yoga. People misunderstand. Even devotees get wrapped up in these yoga classes and twisting their body. This is laughable. Because yoga is Ashtanga Yoga, eight processes that begin with Yam Niyam, your rules and regulations. Yoga Indriya Samyama, the first proposition of practicing yoga is to control your senses. But if this was taught Every yoga studio in America will close tomorrow because people go to lose weight, to increase their vitality, to increase their sensuality. This is not the purpose of yoga. 
Yoga means to control the mind by asana, to focus on the Lord within your own heart. This is what the actual yogis are doing. And for that, they go to a cave in the Himalayas, they sit in an asana, kushastra, asana, with a deerskin. They focus their mind within the Lord in the heart. The seat should be not too high, not too low. In a sacred place, not in a strip mall, where they open these yoga studios, but in a sacred place. There, there are prohibitions and recommendations, yama niyam, for practicing yoga. But no one is actually practicing yoga. They think they're practicing yoga when they do Padmasan, Shishasan, different asanas. But this is not, does not constitute yoga. This is asana, which can be good for your health. Okay, so good. But it will not help you. It will never give you Krishna Bhakti and certainly never give you Krishna Prema. So Nasteva, Nasteva, Nasteva. If we want disentanglement from this material world, we have to take shelter of chanting the holy name because that is the process in this age. It's also said here uh, that when mm, chanting the name of Lord Shesha, now I found some, I was a little confused about that. I found an interesting uh, quote from Srila Vishwana Chakravarti Thakur, who says in, in, in commentary on this verse, I'll read it to you, it's quite interesting. Says even Ananta's name, says even Ananta's name can deliver the most fallen, but even more, that person can deliver, can purify others. Narada thus praises the form of Shesha in two verses. If a fallen person, even the most sinful, chants the name of Sankarshan, he becomes purified completely, and further, he immediately destroys unlimited sins of other men who see his form. How should one chant? One should hear it from others. Or even, oops, just a minute. See, one should hear it from others, or even suddenly, one can chant, or in distress, one can chant, or even in joking, one can chant his name. Then what to speak of faithful persons who chant with devotion? I thought that was very meaningful. If if so much power, we mentioned this verse from uh, Six Cant of Shuman Bhagavatam, Sankritiam Parihasyam, that chanting when you mean something else, chanting and joke, chanting for musical entertainment, if there's such a powerful result by inattentively or unconsciously chanting, how much result is there? Vishwanath Shankarvati Thakur saying, they want to speak of faithful persons who chant with devotion. That's a very powerful thing. And he's saying that when someone chants, he becomes completely free from all sins. And when in that condition, other persons who see him are also elevated. And this is our process. This is our whole process. Srila uh, Narottam Das Thakur would pray. Prabhupada would quote, Papi tapin chata chilo harinami udhariya tara sakshi jagai madhai. So Jagai Madhai are most sinful persons. Most sinful persons. What sin they, did they not commit? When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepted their sins and purified them, his whole body became black. And people thought, oh, here's Krishna. 
And he said that black sinful nature will come to anyone who makes Vaishnava Parag. So people are immediately purified by mercy of the Holy Name, by mercy of the Lord. And this is our process, is to become purified and purify others. So Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur is saying that when one becomes purified, another person becomes purified just seeing them. And this is how the Nam Sankirtan movement spread all over West Bengal. They'd meet a, someone would meet a great devotee and they'd go to their village and by seeing him they become inspired. And by seeing the inspired persons, other persons became inspired and whole villages would take to the chanting of the Holy Name. And, and frankly, the same thing's happening today. Here in West Bengal, there are one million participants in our Bhakti Riksha groups, Nam Hattas, one million. And when they have a festival, 20,000, 30,000 people come here to Mayapur. Because this is the process. Papi Tapi Jatachila become uplifted by mercy of the Lord, by the mercy of the Holy Name, and by distributing that. This is the uh, essence of our Krishna consciousness movement. Someone may ask, why are we spending lakhs of crores of rupees to build huge temples, to distribute millions of books, to distribute sanctified foodstuff, prasadam? Why are we doing that? Just to, to show off, see, see our big temple. Our whole purpose is to try and encourage people to embark on the process of chanting the Holy Name. Some blessed day when they take a japa mala in their hand and they take up the chanting of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra with seriousness. Just for that purpose. Because this is the process of self-realization. And they say, Jagai Sankirtana Payar Yajantihi Sumedasa. An intelligent person with sufficient intelligence, Sumedas, will take to the chanting of the holy name of Krishna. So that is the whole purpose of our Iskhan society. We're distributing books, we're building temples for this singular thing, this singular purpose, for in inducing people to take up the chanting of Krishna's name. Because by this chanting, they're liberated from this material world. They've become disentangled from the material clutches by chanting the name of the Lord. So Shesha. I found some interesting things here also about Shesha. I took note. That Shesha is described in the Madhya as a Shaktivesh avatar. I was thinking something else, but he's described in the Madhya chapter 20, as uh, Shesha Nag in the Vaikuntha world is empowered for the personal service of the Supreme Lord. Swasevana Shakti. And Anantadev is empowered to bear all the planets within the universe, Buddhana Shakti. So I'm thinking, Shesha Nag and Anantade, what is the difference? So I kept reading. And in Prabhupada quotes in the uh, fifth chapter of Adi Lila, he says, the, quoting Lagu Bhagavatamrita, says the Lagu Bhagavatamrita gives the, the following description The Sankarshan of the second group of quadruple forms appears as Rama taking with him Shesha, who bears the global spheres. There are two features of Shesha. One is the bearer of the globes, and the other is the bedstead servitor. So bedstead servitor means that, that, that serves as the bed in Garbhodakosha, and the Lord Vishnu is lying on this uh, Shesha Nag. And the other Shesha is the Shesha who bears all the planets, the universes on his head, without even the, a fraction of disturbance. He takes the whole universe that has billions of miles in circumference, incalculable mass and weight, 
but he bears it on his head just like a mustard seed, taking it just like a mustard seed. So this is Sheshanag. Sheshanag is, is Shakti Shabatar. So if we get so much benefit from chanting the name of Shesha, how much benefit we get from chanting the names of Krishna, who are imbued with rasa, because there's a difference in the different holy names. They are one, certainly, but they're also different, and they have different results. For example, if we chant Bhagavan, Paramatma, Parameshwar, these describe the Lord, Krishna, Yashodananda, and Krishna is Parameshwar, he's Paramatma, he's the Supreme Lord. But Yashodanandan bears the Brajras feeling of love of God. Muralidar, Yashodanandan, Yamunatiravanachari, Radha Madhava Kunja Vihari, Gokulanandana. The, all these names of Krishna in relation with his devotees in Vrindavan, in relation to his Brajlila pastimes, bear the fruit of love of God. So we should take note of that because I see sometimes that devotees lose track of what is our prayojana. We sing every morning, Radha Krishna Seva Pava Iyabilasi, right? When we worship Tulsi Maharani. We pray to Srimati Tulsi Maharani. My abhilas is to become servant of Radha Krishna. Not, nothing else. That manifests, of course, in the Sankirtan movement as Nitai Gaur or Gadai Gaur. But the point is the ultimate prayojana is we want to go back to Goloka, not to Vaikuntha. And we, we pray that every Dhamma Dharmas, Varam Deva Moksham Nam Moksha Badhimba Nachanyam Vrineham Charvareshadapiha. That we don't even want liberation. We don't want to go to Vaikuntha and, 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 and be eternal servant of the Lord in, in Aiswarja, in majesty, in awe, in reverence, bowing down and worshipping. Not that at all. We're not interested. Gaudiya Vaishnavas have a higher aspiration. Radha Krishna Seva Pabo. We want to serve Radha Krishna. We want to serve Yashoda Krishna. We want to so, serve Subhal Krishna in, in Sakya Ras, in Madhuya Ras, in Vatsalya Ras. And this bhava of intimacy that is available by this process that has been introduced to the world by our acharyas. This is our interest. This is our prayojana. Not liberation, not going to Vaikuntha, but going to Goloka Vrindavan, where the devotees are simply in love with Krishna. They don't care, God or not God. God. They, they see him lifting Giriraj Govardhan, and they think, Krishna is such an extraordinary boy. They can't think, this is impossible. Seven-year-old boy lifting a huge mountain and holding it on his little finger. Yoga Maya has covered them and they just think Krishna is so wonderful. We love Krishna so much. He's so wonderful. And when Krishna's hand begins to shake, the elderly cowherd men think, oh, let us help him. And they take their sticks and they go to hold, help him hold it. Like, they're completely an illusion. This is special. Yoga Maya Samabrita. Yoga Maya covers us and makes us enchanted by material world, but it also covers the Brajbasis, and it covers Krishna. So he thinks, I am the son of Mother Yashoda. I am lifting this hill, and I'm holding it over the, the, the Brajbasis. 
and I'm, I'm protecting them in this way. And when the hill begins to shake, then the, the elderly cowherd boys hold their stick up. Mother Yashoda suggests to Krishna, why don't you move it to your other hand? You're becoming tired. But what is actually happening, Balaram knows. He sees Krishna is looking at the beautiful visage of the gopikas. And seeing their beauty, Krishna becomes disturbed and the, and the hill begins to shake. So Balaram is smiling. The, the Mother Yashoda is saying, move your the hill to your other hand. And the elderly cowherd men are thinking, Oh, let us help Krishna. All these things happening simultaneously. But no one is thinking he's God and he can lift a mountain. No one, no one is thinking that Krishna is, is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. When, when Arishtasur is there and his upper lip is touching the clouds and the lower lip is on the ground and it looks like a great cave and the cowherd boys are entering and they think, oh, let us go play. And if there's a problem, Krishna will save us. They have complete faith in Krishna. But they don't know, they don't care whether Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead or not. They're simply merged in an ocean of bhava, of love of God. This is our objective. This is what we want in Krishna Bhakti. And if we don't know what is the objective, how will we get there? If we become distracted by the opulent worship of the Lord and by Kunta, if we become distracted by Ram Bhakti, if we become distracted by Vishnu Bhakti, then we'll not be able, we're not eligible for Goloka. We're not eligible for Prem Ras, Braj Ras, Prem. This is our objective. This is what's being offered to us by our Acharyas. So we're one-pointed. Dhyabhaseyatmika Buddhi, Ekeha Kuru Nandana. This is our Dhyabhaseyatmika Buddhi, our, our one-pointed attention, free from the distraction of any other uh, thought process, any other objective. Our prayojana is Radha Krishna Seva Pavo, Ehabhilasi, Braj Prem, Braj Bhakti. And this is the gift, this is the highest objective. And it's given by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to distribute this. It's very difficult for people to understand God, just to understand Him, just to know Him, but to speak of love Him. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give this highest thing. Anarpita Chirim Shrubha Goswami prayed. Anarpita Chirim Chirat Karunaya Abhatir Nakalo Samarpayitum Unatojala Rasamsa Bhakti Shayam Hari Puradasundara Jyotikadamba Siddhipita Sadavridya Kandare he came to give this unatojala rasam, svabhakti shriyam. Svabhakti shriyam means the wealth of his own ecstatic, emotional love of God. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to distribute that. He didn't come to distribute liberation. He didn't come to open temples. He didn't come to teach deity worship. He didn't come to teach uh, uh, Agnihotra. He didn't come to teach karma or jnana. He came to teach Nam Sankirtan, because Nam Sankirtan will give us Goloka Prema Dana Hari Nama Sankirtana. That Goloka Prem comes to this world as Nam Sankirtan, chanting of the holy name, the holy name Mahamantra, chanting the holy names of Krishna. It comes to this world, Goloka Prem comes as Nam Sankirtan, because this is the fruit of chanting holy name. The fruit of Krishna Nama is Krishna Prema. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give this thing. Our temple worship, our temple construction, our book distribution, our prasadam distribution, these things are all servants of the holy name. They're angas of this objective. 
of love of God, Krishna Prema, that comes to us by Nam Sankirtan. They're Angas of Nam Sankirtan. So we shouldn't forget this. This is the process. So even uh, Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakras, even by chanting the name of Shesha, Sankarshan, such amazing effect is there. What to speak when we chant? Yashumati Nandana Brajavara Nagara Gokula Ranjana Kaana. These beautiful names of Krishna. Jai Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Gokula Ranjana Girigaridhari Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Gokula Jamuna Tiravanachari. Chanting these beautiful names of Krishna that, this, that Prabhupada sent are windows to the spiritual world. When we sing these bhajans, we should bring our mind to the meaning. Jai Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari. The Radha Madhava are enjoying in the Kunjas of Vrindavan. What is a Kunja? A beautiful flower cottage in the groves of Vrindavan, decorated by all the gopikas, with beautiful scents of agarbati and attar and flower decorations and beautiful uh, sweets and foodstuffs and drinks and chamar fanning and gopis and ashtasakis. They're serving Radha Madhava in the Kunjas. This is the meaning. Bring our mind when we sing these songs. Bring your mind there. It's a beautiful song. Don't be carried away by the beauty of the musical tune. Bring your mind to the meaning, the deep meaning of these verses. Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari. Gopi Janavalama Giri Varadhari. Gopi Janavalama. Krishna is the sinister of all the Gopi Jana. The whole Vrindavan is focused on Krishna and Krishna alone. And he's Giri Varadhari. He's holding Govardhan Hill. So when we sing these songs, we should bring our mind to this, bring our mind to the vision of Goloka, the vision, the vision of Vrindavan, the vision of Krishna Leela. Because our objective is, is to enter that Leela, is to participate in that Leela, to go back, this is the meaning, back to Godhead. It doesn't mean sitting on a cloud playing a harp. It means participating in Krishna Leela, participating in the entourage of Mother Yashoda and Nanda Maharaj, participating in the Leela of the Gopikas, participating in the Leela of the Sakhas. This is our objective in life. And this is why we chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra. This is the fruit that's available to us by this chanting of Hare Krishna Mahamantra. <coughs> so we should fix our mind in this way. Every morning, drag your mind to reality. Shake off sleep, shake off mental lethargy, and bring your mind to reality when you pick up your japa mala. And you'll find that japa becomes pleasurable, becomes happy, becomes my Krishna time when you're directly relating to Krishna, where you're with Krishna by sound. And as we practice, as they say, practice makes perfect. So in the beginning, it's not so easy, but if we continue to practice, and this will be the result. We can bring our mind to these beautiful leelas of Krishna. Krishna's beautiful form, his mercy, his associates, his power, uh, his leela, his, his relationships, his parikar, those persons associated with him. And then we're, we're entering in that with our mind. And our mind becomes completely purified. And this is the objective. Because if the mind is not pure, what is the result? We get another birth. Yam yam vapis maram bhavam tanjajanti kalevaram tam tam evaiti kontaya sadatan bhava bhavita. Eighth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, the Lord says, whatever you think of at the time of death will drag you to your next birth. 
So whatever you think of, smaran, smaran means remembrance. So when we're chanting Krishna's name, remember Krishna. He says, manmana bhavamad bhakto, remember me, think of me. And the beginning stage, of course, is just to hear Krishna. Don't chant nish 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 nam 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 nam, Krishna nish nish nam 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 nam. Chant Hare Krishna, Hare Rama. And remember Krishna. And pray to Krishna and be with Krishna. And remember our prayojana is to go back to Krishna, to enter this leela by the chanting of his holy name. So even chanting of Shesha, we get such an amazing benefit. What to speak of the benefit we get from chanting these beautiful names of Radha Krishna. So if anyone has any comment or question, <coughs> we can stop here. I'll read the verse again. Even if he be distressed or degraded, any person who chants the holy name of the Lord, having heard it from a bona fide spiritual master, is immediately purified. Even if he chants the Lord's name jokingly or by chance, he and anyone who hears him are freed from all sins. Therefore, how can anyone seeking disentanglement from the material clutches avoid chanting the name of Lord Shesha? Of whom else should one take shelter? Any questions? Go ahead. Go ahead, Thank you so much for the wonderful Nectarian class. And we started with a quote by Vannamalani Manjiri Mataji, and then the whole class is on chanting. And uh, we've not had a class on chanting for a long time, actually, here on the conference call, and because we were studying so much other things from Shilprapad's books. But it was really a wonderful change, and, uh, you know, gets us more focused because. Uh, uh, you know, this is 99% uh, of our devotional service. So, probably mm. when chanting is there, this is related to uh, uh, preaching. So, like, you know, they say that firstly, you tell the person to chant. doesn't have to follow the four regulative principles. You know, first, most important thing is chanting. But then we also hear that if a person out of the four regulative principles is a meat eater, then you know how their consciousness is like an animal consciousness because you know they are uh, you know like we are what we eat so they are uh, you know like so don't we have to first uh, you know like um, I mean definitely we can introduce them but they are not picking up chanting it is not happening but how to work towards uh, helping them to uh, you know regulate and then I know the answer will be prashadam that is also there that is also given, but I want to know one thing that like through uh, like uh, uh, you know like if we can uh, give them intense uh, this thing about importance about regulative principles, especially in relation to the meat eating because what happens is that is something which you know the other things you're doing to your own body to your own uh, self mind body whatever, but this is like you know you are taking something from nature and you can't even produce a like a grain of rice and you know you're taking it from the nature so that is like being very very selfish and uh, you know self-centered and all these negative words I can say for that so like then it is not possible to introduce them to chanting because you know they are not giving up on the uh, so many regulations especially meat eating so then we just stay quiet that's not possible to get across because the person is not leaving meat the person is that's why it's not chanting you know that's what I think sometimes because it's very hard to get them to uh, 
that level of chanting. So, uh, like then my mind is jiggling. Is it regulations more important to give? Or we can just, is chanting still more important, you know? Because if they don't follow this, then they won't come to chanting. And if you give them chanting, they're not taking chanting. So it's like a, you know, um, a situation where it uh, troubles my mind to how to go about. So can you resolve this issue uh, regarding regulations, chanting, and preaching? Okay, I can say a couple of things. People say you are what you eat, but more to the point, you are what you don't poop. <laughs> And we're not preachers of vegetarianism. We we have no really we have no interest in, in vegetarianism. And we simply have to follow the example Srila Prabhupada showed. For one year, he never mentioned me, me, four, any of the four rules. He said, just come and chant. And he said, I'm prepared to give them meat and wine if they simply come and chant, because there is no other way to actually give up meat eating. Everything is based on chanting. And many people will chant, even their, even their meat eaters. And if they really want to give it up and be done with it forever, they have to chant the Lord's name. If they can't chant the Lord's name, they're a hopeless case. But completely hopeless, because whatever we do is our eternal asset. But the process for making advancement in Kali Yuga is a holy name. No other way. Nasteva, Nasteva, Nasteva. We're not preachers. Sometimes devotees get in this whole trip of vegetarianism. Probably just rejected this whole idea. Being vegetarian. You know, a pigeon's a vegetarian. A donkey's a vegetarian. So what? It's pious, certainly. And if someone's a vegetarian, their mind will certainly be more clear to hear our message. But that's not a qualification in and of itself. I'll tell you a story. In Denver, Colorado, when I was there, there was a time when the temple was cultivating a relationship with the Vegetarian Society of Colorado. And we would attend their potlucks, and we would bring prasadam, and we would invite them to the temple and so many things, thinking these people would be good candidates. So I'm sitting at a table in the Unitarian Church, where they're mostly vegetarian. And I'm having a conversation with this guy, and it turns to spiritual life, and he flatly says, I don't believe in God. I'm a vegetarian, but I don't believe in God. What use is his vegetarianism? He's an atheist. He's no better than a pigeon. A pigeon may be more pious. Anyway, you get my drift? That we should preach Hari Nam, Hari Nam, Hari Nam, Eva Kavalam. There's no other alternative to make progress in this age by chanting. So introduce chanting. If someone's pious, they'll give it up. They'll become pious. They'll start chanting. They'll start chanting. They'll give up meat eating. But don't hammer people about becoming a vegetarian, because mostly we just scare people away. That you that they think well, all these rules, you know, and Iskand has a reputation for that. Frankly, you know, people walk in the door, and practically speaking, the first words out of our mouth is, you know, we follow four rules. No meat eating, no illicit sex, no no intoxication, no gambling, and we don't eat onions, we don't eat garlic, and we don't worship demigods. Welcome to Iskand. This isn't our this isn't our presentation. When someone comes to a temple, hello, we're so happy you've come. Where are you from? What do you do? You know, just chit chat with him. Prabhupada made so many people Krishna conscious just by chit chatting with him. The rules will follow. Don't make the rules first, because people can't actually follow the rules if they're not taking up spiritual life. 
And that's that's true for devotees also, for initiated devotees. What to speak of non-devotees? If you stop chanting, if you think, oh, I got initiated, now I'm done. And I meet devotees like this. They become they become very serious to get initiated. After the, after initiation, their sadhana goes to hell. What is the meaning to initiation? Initiation is the beginning. So without chanting, regularly ch- hearing and chanting, you won't have strength. In, in, in sadhana, you won't have inclination to chant, determination to chant when things get rough, when you're sick, or when your mind is disturbed, or there's a problem at home, or there's a money problem. So many things come to disturb my mind. You won't have the fortitude, the strength of will to chant if you don't, if you don't chant. And to have that strength of will to chant Krishna's name. So we, we preach holy name. That's all. Take, and ultimately, take it or leave it. And we shouldn't we shouldn't compromise with people. Take it or leave it. This is the process in Kali Yuga. This is Shastra, Shastra Vidhi. If you want to be Krishna conscious, if you want to be self-realized, this is the process. You're not going to get there by meditation. You're not going to get there by yoga. You're not going to certainly not going to get there by being a vegetarian. You're a pious guy. Okay, that's great. But there's a huge gulf of difference between a pious guy and a devotee. So we, we should preach the holy name. And let and everything else will come from the holy name. This is Prabhupada's formula. Just chant. And you hear these original kirtans. They're like disasters. There's these like there's a in the twenty six second avenue they had the guts from a piano. You know, the the string part without the hammers and the and the the wooden part. Just the string part and so it was banging on it. Bam, 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 bam. Prabhupada taller no Murdunga player. No nice card tolls. He tolerated everything just to get people to chant Hare Krishna. And a year later, he put up a notice with four rules. Initiated, and he said, initiated devotees should follow this. If they're not initiated, they have no obligation to follow. Prabhupada also said that. If you want to get initiated, if you want to be serious, you're obliged to follow. Initiation vows. But if they're not initiated, they're not obliged to follow. But if they want to become initiated, if they want to make actual progress, make serious effort in spiritual life, then they have to follow these rules to the best to the best extent possible. So we preach holy name. We're not veg- preachers of vegetarianism. Does that answer your question, Mataji? Yes, Prabhuji. And we have to follow the Prabhupada. So, you know, although Prabhupada could preach to so many millions of people, and get them to follow regulations. But here, you know, chanting also we can't get through and regulations also people are not following. So, yeah, I mean, uh, chanting, we can do kirtan or, uh, you know, their homes uh, regularly once a month or we can ask them to come to temple. So, Prabhuji, like, thank you for the answer and uh, thank you for reminding us what Prabhupada, you know, did. Uh, uh, One more question. You said in your class that... uh, you mentioned that uh, everything is uh, service, uh, like chanting is a service. So everything is a service, like some people. So how do we understand one thing in this service that suppose one person is uh, distributing books and the other person is cooking in the kitchen, prasadam. Mm-hmm. So one person is setting up a table and, you know, like distributing books say outside the table and one person is in the kitchen cooking and uh, has other seva. So... Isn't the service, although both are service to Krishna, 
to guru but isn't the service different uh, in the sense that uh, you know one person is directly giving books to other person and that is like you know uh, the prime thing in krishna consciousness but another person who's cooking also is uh, won't we call that indirect seva not not like uh, uh, you know direct uh, i mean like okay my question is direct direct seva masaji is direct seva they were that the book is there is when as proper what pleases you most they're trying to lead him on they get getting to say book distribution pleases me most he'd always answer that you love krishna that you chant krishna's name he'd give answers like this and book distributors need need something another thing most important point is that someone may be on book distribution and thinking i'm a book distributor i'm very great i'm a pure devotee people should respect me they may be full of ego and a hunkar thinking i'm a book distributor i'm a great devotee and a devotee this in the kitchen doing humble service cooking for the krishna may be thinking that my lord will eat this that i have to make this very very delicious for my lord he's i have to make this very very clean i have to prepare this love that krishna will eat this he can be the cook can be completely krishna conscious and the guy or lady on book distribution may be in complete maya everything is consciousness mother same thing with with any service raising kids a mother may think oh, why am i stuck you know diapers and screaming babies and get get sleep at night and kids running everywhere wild kids at home i if i can just be a pujari at the temple if you're krishna conscious it's the same prabhat told my god sir god sir arundhati says for you child worship is more important than deity worship because she was serving as a pujari and kids any mother knows that they're spitting everywhere and poop and pee and they babies are like that you can't how can you stay clean for puja you can't so she she posed this question to prabhat that I have this conflict how can i maintain my purity and worship of the deity and take proper care of my child prabhat said child worship is more important for you than deity worship because they're the same it's not less in this society women that just they they may ask you what do you do oh, i'm a mother i'm a i'm a housewife only a housewife this is the most virtuous precious thing in society raising children giving them a head start in spiritual life teaching them to be good devotees this is the most important thing in society and people look down on it what you you, you don't have a briefcase and you're going off to going off to work in a suit to compete with your husband no this is the most virtuous thing to raise children when they're older self sufficient then you want to start a business and get said okay for no no big deal but when your children are young the most important thing you can do is be a mother it's the most virtuous this is why we offer so much respect to mother we say mataji we bow down to matajis because of what they offer what they do for human society by raising children most important thing So a mataji shouldn't think oh if I was only on book distribution then I would please Srila Prabhupada we please Prabhupada by our consciousness exclusively not by the service itself but the mood of your service are you in maya thinking I'm a great devotee I'm a book distributor everyone should listen to me everyone should respect me because I'm a preacher this is maya this is the antithesis of of vaishnavism So we say trinadapi sunechena torarapi where what happened to that 
you know, Mr. Big Preacher. I mean, I, I mean, I'm a little prejudiced because I was always Pujari. <laughs> I was useless book distributor. And how many classes did I sit through? How many Bhagavatam classes did I sit through that were turned into a book distribution? Rah, rah, rah. Get out and distribute books. Let the neophytes ring the bell classes. Many of those people are gone. I'm still here. Worshipping Shalagram, worshipping Jagannath. Where are they? So, consciousness is everything. What is your consciousness in your service? And that way, that equals, levels, we say in English, levels the playing field. Anyone goes back to God who takes shelter of Krishna. It doesn't say who's a book distributor. Only the book distributors will go. Only the preachers will go. Only the sannyasis will go. Only the brahmacharis will go. No! Whoever takes shelter of Krishna. Everyone is eligible for pure devotional service. The main principle is your consciousness. And that should be very carefully understood among devotees. Otherwise, envy develops, unhappiness, oh, I'm just useless, I, I'm not a preacher, I can't go, I can't stand there and sell books, I can't go give a class, I'm just useless, I only cook. What are the book distributors going to eat? What kind of deity worship will there be without a pajari, without a cook? Everything is important. Robert gave me an example. It's a big, big machine. But if it's missing one tiny two-cent screw, the whole thing stops. Everyone plays a part. Every, everyone's part is important. And Krishna appreciates everyone's part. Prabhupada appreciates your guru, appreciates everything you do. So don't become confused about the, the differences between service. Everything is our consciousness. Thank you so much. Actually, from your complete answer, I, I got my complete question. <laughs> what I'm saying, like when we're sitting and chanting, you know, we say it's seva. But the other yes. thing that we're doing is the actual seva we are seeing. Like, for example, I'm standing there for two hours and distributing books, you know, this is my service. I'm sitting and doing my, uh, you know, like uh, uh, making some dress and, you know, I'm, my hands are occupied or I'm cooking in the kitchen or I'm cleaning. So that's like all in action. And But when we say that chanting is uh, a service, uh, sometimes it becomes very hard for me to understand that, why it is service, because isn't it like a child crying for the mother, as uh, Prabhupada also said that. So why is service used for uh, the fact that, is it because of the 24 hours we have utilizing two hours uh, for Krishna, that's why service? So that aspect I'm not able to get clearly. Prabhupada said that chanting is bhakti. Chanting is bhakti, meditate on that. That this is my bhakti. I'm spending time with Krishna. I'm begging Krishna to be accepted. To be a real devotee. To, to become free from an artist. To become uh, the beloved servant. Krishna's priyosi me. Manmanaya bhava madbhakto majaji mam namaskur mama yuvashusi satyam te pratijani priyosi me. said, you're very dear to me. Why? The devotee wants to clean his heart to be accepted by the Lord. And this is Chapa. Our, our, we're begging. Chapa is begging. Please accept me. I've fallen in this horrible world of, ocean, of birth and death. 
please, we're begging, please pick me up and place me at Adam of dust at your lotus feet. Without that mood, we, d we don't get it. If you don't understand that, you don't understand anything about bhakti. We're beggars. We're fallen souls. And we're trying to become acceptable to the Lord. We make one prayer to Tavasmi Radhika Nata Karmanamana Sagira Krishna Kante Tavayavasmi Yuvameva Kutir Mama Sharanam Bam Prabhanosmi Karunani Kurakuro Prasadam Kuru Dasyambo Mai Dushte Paradini. And I'm douched. I'm rascal number one, fallen soul. But please accept me as your own. Tavasmi, accept me as yours. I don't want to be you like the Mayavadis. Aham Brahmasmi, Aham Tavasmi, accept me as your own. O Radha Krishna, O youthful couple, please accept me even though I'm such fallen condition. Please accept me as your servant. Let me serve you. This is our consciousness. And if we don't understand that, we don't understand Japa. Yes, Prabhupada. Thank you so much. Wonderful answer. That consciousness has to be, uh, you know, uh, like for moving towards a, becoming a better person, thinking that we're not there yet. So, uh, you know, like, and that can happen to cleansing, and that happens through the chanting. Yes, and one has to accept it as a service. Although we're just sitting, meditating, praying, and we are just uh, trying to, you know, hear Krishna's name. But the bhav behind that is, uh, you know, purification. Yes, thank the you. Bhav, the the bhav behind it, Mataji, is to, that I have a place in Goloka, and Krishna is waiting for me. When we say become a better person, devotees get hung up on, on the counseling sessions and being a coach and talking about disturbed mind and hurt feelings and so many things that have nothing to do with Braja Prem. We should think, Radha Krishna Seva Pavo Eyabilas. I want to serve Radha Krishna. I want to be acceptable, accepted by their servants, to become the servant of the servant of the servant of Radha Krishna. This is the vow. Not becoming a better person in this material world. This, this is a world of duality. Someone may think you're a great person. Someone else may curse you. You're the same person. Someone may think, oh, this person is so puffed up, so arrogant. Someone else, no, he's such a humble devotee. Such a nice mataji. <laughs> this is the material as the world of duality. Get beyond that. Think beyond that. Go deeper. We have a higher objective than being good people in this world. We want to go back to God and be accepted by Radha Krishna and their associates. If we don't understand that, we don't understand anything. So we should meditate on that. Fix our mind on this. Become servants of the servants and the servants of Radha Krishna. Radha Krishna, pray, Radha Krishna, Pranamor, Jugalakishwar. Jivanamarane Gati Arnahimor. There's nothing else. You're pran, my Pranamor. You're everything in my life. There's nothing else. I don't want anything else. Jivan, in life or in death, I have no other objective than your service. This is Naratam Das Palkur's prayer. And we should have the same prayer. Jivanamarane Gati Arnahimor. I don't want anything else. There's nothing else for me in life or in death than your service. And that service means servant to the devotees, servant to the servant, servant of your guru, servant of your guru, servant, servant, servant. This is the path to enter Goloka. This is our objective, our prayojana. Yes, Prabhuji, and one last thing I wanted to say is like, 
recently bhakti sant saraswati maharaj his uh, his uh, disappearance they went by and i was hearing one thing in that uh, like he told shila prabhupad to preach to the west because he says the indians are not to listen here right now you go to the west and when when you preach to the west then when the indians will see that the uh, the west uh, side you know western people are following then they will follow so i was just thinking that you know like uh, uh, when you giving the answer it's like exactly the same scenario is there i'm from indian background and you're from america and but staying in india and uh, you know i'm learning from you <laughs> so okay. so amazing that these acharyas they know the future you know that uh, this is going to happen and this is needed to be done and those instructions came to shila prabhupad so thank you so much prabhu ji yeah. like i'm i'm really i've learned from so many devotees who are like you know, from a non indian background who are in krishna consciousness it is amazing and i always thank uh, uh, you know bhakti sant saraswati maharaj because he is uh, giving this instructions because somehow we came here for uh, we were only looking at america as a land of opportunity you know to make a good house car uh, educate the children this was the main goal to come here a comfortable life yeah. you know uh, but then that is not the goal you know goal maybe Probably. yeah probably said the indians are looking old wine and new bottles <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh, thank you. The same, obje- same objective in different different countries. Thank you, Prabhuji. I think Nitikumar Prabhu also had a question. We both spoke together. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Prabhuji, for the class and the question answers and with all the shastric reference you gave. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Thank you so much for such a wonderful, wonderful best of the best class, Prabhu. I haven't heard okay. such a powerful class from long time. So nice. Okay. Thank, thank you for saying so. Yeah. You can thank Prabhupada. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm yeah. useless guy. Yeah, yeah. Prabhuji, I was uh, uh, thinking on the you mentioned. You know, we should go deeper beyond the chanting and dancing. That is not. <coughs> that is not the full full end end or uh, our goal. Our goal is beyond that. So I was thinking. You know. what is the process or how one can go beyond chanting and dancing go deeper no don't misunderstand i'm saying go beyond the consciousness of being the enjoyer of chanting and dancing we're chanting if you want to taste krishna prema we chant and dance as service to the lord prabhat mentions it somewhere it says if you think i really enjoyed that kirtan that you, that wasn't kirtan kirtan means for the pleasure of the lord So my point was not that there's anything chanting and dancing is the essence of our whole philosophy. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to teach this thing by doing it himself. Correct. Like a teacher. A teacher is writing on the board A B C D 1 2 3 4 5. He knows how to count, he knows the alphabet, but to teach he's writing it on the board. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to teach the process of yoga dharma by practicing it himself. What was he doing? Chanting and dancing and taking prasadam. So highest thing but i'm i was referred maybe i didn't make myself very clear i'm i'm saying that we should get beyond the mentality of enjoying be the enjoyer of of krishna bhakti we're servants we should think if we really want to taste the nectar of krishna bhakti that comes when krishna is completely satisfied with us when he's satisfied with our chanting and dancing then you'll be completely ecstatic 
Otherwise, there's, one can chant and dance very superficially also. One can chant and dance because and thinking, I'm a great kirtan leader. I'm a great dancer. Look at how I'm dancing. Sometimes sometimes I see that sometimes some brahmacharis are dancing just to, to impress the women. That is not the same dancing as the dancing of Haridas Thakur, for example, or the dancing of Nityananda. This is a different kind of dancing. This is the ecstatic dancing. So there's a difference. Chanting and dancing is the highest thing. And taking prasanam is, is what we do. We chant, we dance, we take prasanam. It's all transcendental activities that will develop love of God. But if we approach it in a, in a materialistic way, in a prideful way, I'm singing so nicely. There's a story. In Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur's last days, last hours of his life actually, when devotee began to sing Sri Rupa Manjuripada, which is an expression of the highest precepts of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. The devotee was singing, was singing in a very beautiful, melodious tune. Saraswati Thakur stopped him to stop. And he pointed to another devotee. You please sing. This devotee couldn't sing very nicely. But he embodied the principle of the song, the meaning of the song, the, 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 he was the acharya of the song, you could say. He embodied the meaning of the song. He said, you please sing, even though he couldn't sing very nicely. So we shouldn't think that a, a musical kirtan with flutes and uh, sitar and piano and all this, this, Prabhupada didn't really appreciate this. There's many quotes where he said, Madanga and Kartals, bus. And Prabhupada played harmonium sometimes for bhajan. But this is sufficient because it doesn't distract us from the name, the chanting of the name. It's not a musical performance. So we should not mistake and misunderstand what is chanting. It's done to please Krishna. And kirtan means mridanga and kartals. Indeed. And dancing for the pleasure of the Lord. Not to show off, not to impress anybody, not to sing melodiously, just appreciate I'm singing so beautifully. Whoever sings with devotion should sing. And not be stuck on, on melody and rhythm. There are many quotes like in the life of Bhakti Sinanta Sastritakur also. He stopped one man who was singing. He was taking him like two minutes to 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 sing Hare. Hare. He finally got to Krishna. Sastri said, stop. <laughs> Just stop. It's not, Kirtan is not a musical performance. Period. It's for the pleasure of the Lord. And if we don't understand that, we don't understand kirtan. So that was my point. Not that there's anything higher than chanting and dancing. It's the highest manifestation. It's what Mahaprabhu did. It's what Mahaprabhu came to teach. Right, right. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I had uh, another question, Prabhu. This is uh, not uh, uh, with the lecture. What what uh, motivates to keep going so strongly on the devotion, Prabhuji? Will you speak some? Like what what makes you you know go strong and go back home back to Godhead? There should come a time in every devotee's life when they when they feel from the core of their heart, I'm just done with material life. I'm just done. I don't want material life anymore. I've done this so long, trying to enjoy, trying to be happy in the material world. I'm I'm done. I only want Krishna. 
And that, that comes by the, by the cultivation of our sadhana. That feeling from the core of our heart comes by sadhana. When we become disgusted with material life and, and embrace spiritual life, full-heartedly full embrace spiritual life. Until that day comes, we're, we're leaning this way towards material life, we're leaning this way towards spiritual life, back and forth. The day has to come when we make resolve, I'm simply done with material world. Get me out of here. I want out. Please accept me. So that day has to come. Until it does, then we're just wavering back and forth. Material world is calling us. Oh, we get become interested. Oh, no, 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 I don't want that. Oh, hey, material world, hey, remember me. Oh, no, 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 no. Back and forth, back and forth. The day has to come when we have the resolve. I'm simply done with material life. And that is a product of our sadhana. And mercy, sadhana and mercy also. Yeah, wonderful. It's be better to make that decision early than later, too late. <laughs> <laughs> yes, true. That's true. Very true. Yeah, that's. Any other service for me? Thank you. Thank you so much, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Dandat Pranam. Always to see you, Prabhupada. So many questions uh, I had in my mind got clarified, so many new uh, learning and uh, like uh, as you said, uh, it happened to me also after hearing your class, uh, so nice. And uh, I have one question uh, regarding attracting all kinds of people, uh, all the three modes of material nature to the temple and to uh, our movement. Uh, like we know that uh, the sattvic people will be guided by philosophy, they will pick up, uh, so philosophical discourses will attract them. And the rajasic people, uh, the pomp and gaiety of our festivals, of the deity worship, or the, the garlands, or the dresses, or the all, uh, those things will attract them and they will uh, somehow gradually move up. Uh. But what about the tamasics? Like, uh, the only way is that Lakthausadi, uh, that is uh, by fear. But we do not, uh, in, uh, I mean, we, uh, we do not, in, uh, as a culture in our society, we do not uh, impose fear. Uh, so, like, uh, what we can do? Fear is not a very good motivation. Ultimately, one should be motivated by love of God. But that, as you know, is a progress is, is is sattva gun. When someone gets some mm. uh, higher inspiration, yeah, duty inspiration. Yeah. But for the masses, Prabhupada said for the masses, prasanam distribution, kirtan, drama, art, music, culture, because everyone likes beautiful music. Everyone likes good food, drama. So cultural presentation of Krishna consciousness. Philosophy is for thoughtful people, and they're rare. Yeah, Most yeah. people have no have no brain for philosophy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So for the masses of people, masses of people, give them prasanam. Let them hear kirtan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very, very. 
And anyone can do that. I'll, I'll tell you a story. Some of you probably heard it before, if you listen to these classes. My wife and I went to downtown Portland, uh, not Portland, Denver, Denver, Colorado, on New Year's Eve. And as all of you live in America, so you know, what do people do on New Year's Eve? They all get drunk. So there's 40,000 people in the downtown mall of Denver, Colorado, and about 39,000 of them are drunk. So we're there, 15 devotees doing kirtan. And people loved it. There was like 50, 60 people come and dance and sing with us, Krishna, Krishna, Rama, Rama. And they're dancing and they're all drunk and they're having a great time. Now, the, the impious drinking habit is temporary. But they joined Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Nam Sankirtan mission. Anyone can do that. Even a drunk person can join the Nam Sankirtan mission and chant with devotees and, receive, and get tremendous spiritual benefit in their, in their life. Their whole life is perfect. They join Sankirtan mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which means their next life, they have next life they take up where they left off. They'll again chant and dance in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Sankirtan movement. So even Tamasic people that are drinking, eating meat, everything, they can join Nam Sankirtan. That doesn't mean that we're going to put them on the altar to worship the deity. Or that they're, going to, they're qualified to sit and chant japa and do smaranam. They're unqualified. But any unqualified person can join Nam Sankirtan and be extremely benefited. Yeah, I like the good part of our this uh, bhakti process. Or, uh, I mean, this uh, moment is everyone can be engaged. Doesn't matter what level he is, we can. <coughs> yes, in, uh, is it, we have a place for everyone, and this is yeah. Varnashram. In Varnash communities, there's a community area where the mediators live. They can't follow the outcast type people. They can't follow, but they can be engaged in Lord's service. Come come right. dig the dirt, come do some menial service. We have a place for everyone. What Prabhupada introduced was trying to create a class of Brahmins who follow regulative principles and worship the deity, who teach Krishna consciousness, because this is the need of the day. That what, if the class follows, if intelligent people take up Krishna consciousness, the mass will follow. The mass will follow the class, not vice versa. It's not that we, we're going to attract the mass and then the class will follow. They'll laugh. We have to attract intelligent people, thoughtful people, by, an, by a thoughtful presentation of Krishna consciousness, not a fanatical presentation of Krishna consciousness. And when the class comes, the mass will follow. So for the mass, we also have a, a solution. Come eat. Come sing, dance, beautiful music. Yes. Beautiful dancing girls. Prasadam, plays, drama, art, music. Come enjoy. Yep. And they will enjoy. Get purified and slowly, slowly they will give up their... Yeah, and the day will come. We can hope that they'll take up the process of chanting Krishna's name. Yes. So powerful. Yeah. The solution for everything. Yes. Uh, but one one thing uh, probably that uh, in that process of attracting every all and sundry.